0: Hey, y'all. It's Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So, thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and i appreciate that. So, I have two things I want to talk about today. I have brought back my old podcasting segment called Ask Homegirl, where you give me your questions about life and from a homegirl perspective, and I answer it anonymously because we're not about blowing up those spots okay we're not about exposing people so the today's topic though, which is the second thing I want to discuss, are three signs that you could tell your partner ain't shit and people gave me such great feedback about the friend episode that I was requested to do a partner one and it fits within the mission of spiritual homegirl so I said, why not? So let's just get right into it. The first sign that you could tell your partner ain't shit or a red flag about your partner to pay attention to is that they always invalidate your feelings. Your feelings matter. Your feelings are important. Your feelings are are valid again. And your feelings are your truth. If that is what you felt, that's your truth. Usually a partner that um, has a lot of red flags about them and usually as a partner that has some healing to do and some work to do, and sometimes they're outright abusive, depending on how, ex- how extreme they go with this, they really um, like to kind of silence you before you can even get your points out. So if it's, hey, you did something and it hurt your feelings. No, it didn't. It didn't hurt your feelings. It didn't really hurt your feelings. That's an easy indicator to show that that person is disregarding you in terms of who you are as a being, as a partner, as a friend, as a companion because they don't even want to hear you out. Usually these folks always interrupt you in the middle of you explaining something in terms of how you feel. They always want to be defensive. They never really hear you out outright. They want to hear you to respond and to defend. That is sign number one. Sign number two, they are extremely selfish. Now I understand the whole topic of self-preservation, blah, 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 fight or flight. People are going to save themselves and they save other people. We're not talking about life or death. We're talking about basics. Extremely selfish. They will ask you for $40 loan to last until payday. If you need $40, $60, or $100 for a car, all of a sudden they want to know why. When can you get their money back immediately? Why do you need this money? Why can't you ask your mother? Meanwhile, when you need, you know, when you got money to loan, they always ask. Same thing with um, groceries. They come in your house, they eat up all your food. And don't put in on groceries. Or if you go to their house, you can't never eat no food. They always nickel and dime you on how much money you got to put back in on groceries as if they don't eat you out of house and home every time they come by. Or if y'all live together, they eat up all the food in your refrigerator and expect you to continue to go out for groceries and put nothing on it. That's another sign. Sign number three, they justify bad behavior but don't want you to do it. Now, this is in the line of quote-unquote cheating. Now, disclaimer. Some people do not think cheating is a deal breaker. Some people do not even live in monogamous types of relationships. I understand that. But in this case, um, there's a situation where, you know, you can get cheated on and the person admits the cheating. And if you said something like, well, what if I had did it? Well, you don't want to do that because it starts to tit for tat and nobody wins from that. Meanwhile, they still think it's OK to cheat. So it's okay for them to tell you that they cheated. It's okay for them to ask for forgiveness. It's okay for them to step out all the time against what was agreed upon mutually because again, cheating is not a deal breaker for everybody and not to mention some relationships are open or polyamorous, non-monogamous, what have you. But... They think it's okay for them to do this type of stuff, but don't want you to do it. So it's all fun and games for them to mess around with other people. But if you do it, it's a problem. And I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's necessarily conducive to a healthy relationship. If you're able to live your life and do what you want to do, but yet your partner can't do what they want to do. I think that's selfish. And I know sometimes there's different uh, gender roles and things like that that influence that. But I think it goes back to compassion. And it's not fair to treat people um with the lack of compassion when you get so many passes and get compassion from your partner i don't think that's fair um it's almost really about just treating people with common decency if you can't treat people with common decency leave them alone you might not be ready for a relationship yeah sometimes we all let that sink in so those are three signs that you can tell that you might need to kind of look at your partner a little you know kind of figure out if that's who you want to be with or maybe bring it to their attention that they're bringing those red flags if you choose to stay out of the way it's just more so for awareness not necessarily for telling you what to do because you will know what's best for you because intuition does not lie so going on to the next part of today's podcast i got a question um and again like i said before i've done ask homegirl segments where people ask me their questions and would like my homegirl just like you perspective on it but um today's question i want to make sure i disguise the details as as much as I can because I don't want people to you know, get exposed on accident because that's not what I like to do. Um, but long story short, this person had a friend that's been friends for a long time. They've gone through a lot of stuff together. They find out that that friend has been talking mess about them. They got receipts. They got video uh, chats. They got screenshots. They have the video screen records to make sure that they're authenticated and real. And this person is really hurt and they want to know how do they go about confronting a friend that is fake? And everybody's grown and I'm not responsible for what happens with what you choose to do with the advice. But for me, if I know my homegirl, my homeboy is being fake and I got receipts, I'm going to ask. I'm going to say, yo, so are we good? And they're going to probably be like, yeah, we good. Okay, so why did you tell so-and-so whoop, 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 whoop? And then let them answer. Oh, I didn't say that. Are you sure you didn't say that? Because I got this, that, and the third that says you said this. I know people probably would maybe expect me to be like cursing and screaming it. No, it's not like that. Because I feel like when you're confronting a friend, that's that's still your friend. You know what I'm saying? Like I still have to have a level of calmness. So I'm not going to pop off. And not to mention, when somebody talks mess about me like that and I find out, it didn't even worth the energy. It's like, all right, cool. So you about to get cut off. I'm not even finna do all this, the the hoopla and the the display and the showmanship. I'm not finna do that. It's not even worth it. You've already iced yourself out. There's nothing... I'm not finna do no super spectacular... Super Bowl halftime performance of cutting you off. You've already did most of the dirty work by opening your mouth negatively against me. There's no need for me to moonwalk all over you at the end of the day. I don't need to do all that. I'm cool. I don't have to do a Beyonce lemonade iconic performance or Coachella performance of a display to cut you off for it to still have the same effect. I can just be like, all right, cool. So if a person is saying, I didn't say that, I got receipts. I send the receipts and let them them say what they want to say. Okay, so what do you say about this? And usually, you know, there may be an excuse because I've had this happen to me before. So it's really interesting that this question pop up. Usually it's like, a, oh, I didn't say that. They're lying on me. And the good thing about the friends that I've had, and I'm hoping that this person that asked me this has friends that are that are the same way in this regard, is that when somebody lets me know somebody throwing salt on my name or throwing shade, they don't mind me using their name to say it. They're like, you, you can tell them I said it. i seen it. I don't care. Tell them I said that. I don't care because they wrong. So I'm I'm really trusting that this person that asked me has friends like that, that don't mind saying, hey, you said that in the chat. And again, don't have to be a fight. It don't have to be anything super dramatic. It don't have to be petty. It's just more of a look. I see you. We good. We not friends no more. Since that's how you feel, we probably shouldn't be friends. I don't want to be friends with somebody that thinks of me that way. I don't want to be close and bond with nobody that would speak so badly of me when I'm not around. That's dangerous. Because it's like, if you talk about me that type of way, no telling what else assault you throwing. Like you're a setup type person. I look at people that talk bad about you that's friends. I look at them as setup folks. Because I feel like if they will sit there and talk mess about you behind your back, no telling what else they'll do for whatever reason. Because you don't even know. You're thinking y'all cool, but this person is, is obviously looking at you completely different. So I look at folks that are... That are um, like two timer, like betrayers like that, they automatically an op. And sometimes with ops, you gotta let them go on about their business. Some things, like I said, ain't worth um fighting over and stuff like that. And I understand if it's a character attack, it depends. If it's def- if it's defamatory, you gotta do what you gotta do. Only you gonna know what you gotta do when it comes to that. But you know, if it's something real petty, just oh, F them, or I don't like her, or they and, and I noticed a lot of times when it comes to um like At least from like women, like women usually when I see this and whether it's been myself or other people, they usually go after people's like appearance. So it's like if it's something like that where folks is talking about you, your hair, um, your 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 uh, body type, your features. Yeah, that's 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 petty. Now, if you want to fight over it, you know, make sure you have the bail money because, you know, people locking folks up these days. But, you know, again, just be very conscious of what you choose to do. Also, people may tell your business, you know, that might be another another you know party foul where you're like, no, that's out of line. It's out of pocket. You got to deal again. I'm saying don't go the violent route. Because people like that are not worth the bail money. But if you're going to do that, just know what you're getting into when you escalate that type of stuff because you know we in COVID. Them court dates ain't coming super quick now. Them court dates be getting pushed back and they be on Zoom and don't nobody got time to be dealing with that type of stuff and getting a record because somebody who's not secure with themselves has to prove something by talking down on you for whatever reason because they have a problem with you that you didn't even know existed. And I know that can hurt sometimes. You cool with somebody and y'all thinking y'all cool and y'all building something, only to know that person could give a, a freak less about you. I know that hurts. But at the same time, you got to remember, some people you vibrate out of. Like some people, you, you, the circles you just vibrate out of and that's okay. Sometimes you outgrow folks. Sometimes you, you know, you want something different and they on something different and that's okay. You can move on. Sometimes they're not meant to go with you and that's cool. So at this stage in the game, for me, it's like they're not meant to go, then leave them where they at. They may stay there, they may elevate, but that's not your business no more. They pretty much let them, let you know where they stand or let other people know where they stand. So now the beautiful side of this is that although it can hurt, you can keep going, period. Because you now know you got clarity. There's no question now that have made that position clear. Now you can move forward knowing that you have an informed choice on who this person was that she was going to take with you. Now you know you can just leave them there. So... um that's today's response. You know, I'm having a good day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, plus that's the only type of that's the only like response I can give based on the information given. Now, if it was something that was really just like out of pocket, out of pocket, it might have be been a different answer. But no, this this based on what I got um, in the in the question, I think this answer suffices. Again, just let it. Just don't don't go to jail. Basically, okay, cut them off. Keep your freedom. Don't go to jail. But anyway, y'all. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Home Girl podcast. If you need to find me, I am Spiritual Home Girl everywhere, okay? I'm Spiritual Home Girl on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Clubhouse, and Patreon. I am dropping my sun sign challenge, my last tip of Pisces season today, because today is Tuesday. So I wanted to give it a couple more days to marinate, and then we will move forward fresh on Saturday for Aries season. Also, if you want to sign up for Tribe Letter, it comes out every Monday, but I've been doing episode reminders every day. You can sign up through my show notes or go to spiritualhomegirl.shop. If you want to stop around the shop and get some crystal infused aromatherapy, you can do so. I am revamping my entire product suite thanks to um, one of my favorite uh, marketing homegirls. Me and her are putting our brains together very soon, and I'll be revamping a lot of things. So now I'm, I'm I'm sharing a little bit more now. I don't know if y'all noticed, but I've been talking about, oh, I'm finna make some changes. No, we finna revamp the entire product suite. Those aromatherapy inhalers, they may be there, they may not. I'm gonna be honest. And I'm good at them too, and I love to do them. Um, and I love to make stuff for myself and my friends. But I don't know. We'll see how I feel. I mean, like I said, new year, new things. New energetic year, come Aries season. Because for me, my energetic new year starts in Aries season, which is gonna be Saturday, March 20th. So, you know, I feel all right last week of, you know, my my year, but who knows what's gonna happen come New Year's. The same way y'all may feel different from December 30th or December 28th, December 31st, and then the first week of January. Sometimes things change. So yeah, you're about to revamp it. I feel I'm I i do not know. I just got this this thing. Change is on the way for that. I just I feel more comfortable with it, saying it out loud. Like, yeah, there's about to be a lot of changes going to that store. So I would get in where I fit in. Um, Also, if you want to sign up for the Homegirl Text Club, you can text the word HOMEGIRL10 to 81493. So the word HOMEGIRL10, like the number 10, HOMEGIRL10 to 81493. If you have any types of um, episode ideas, questions, comments, concerns, feedback, definitely hit me up. I love seeing y'all's emails and y'all's tags on Instagram. I really appreciate it. Somebody was listening to an episode that I did four and a half years ago with my homegirl, Deon Katrina. That was episode 14. I'm not going to name them publicly because I don't know how they feel about that, but I really appreciated them going back to episodes that weren't polished at all. I'm talking like cringe worthy episodes. They were terrible, terrible quality-wise, but content-wise, they were great. So the topics were awesome. It's just... I didn't have any producers. I was recording very primitively. I didn't have any equipment. I was kind of just roughing it really bad <laughs> back in those days. So it's really cool to kind of listen, honestly, cringeworthy stuff and all, not knowing how to properly interview and everything. Like, it's, it's really cool to see things progress from that point. So, it plus it's a really good topic talking about mental health. I've been doing mental health episodes since the, the beginning of Spiritual Homegirl, and Dion was my first guest. So that's really, it's really... Um, in honor to hear people go back to those things, and um, and I always and now that I guess I'm having these 360 moments of manifestation, and again I'll talk about it more when the time is right. Um, but that episode was one of the things that helped get the wheel rolling or the ball rolling towards what I'm doing now. And um, it's just really cool to see these things come twice. So I've had two 360 moments in less than a week. So I know that the path that I'm on is destined. And as long as I get those confirmations, I'm just going to continue to harness that energy and ride this mug out till I can't no more. So yeah, I think this is a good place to end the episode. All right, cool. So, all right, y'all, love y'all much. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. First off, hold up, hold up. Before I end, I got to do my country other day. There's this country that just keeps popping up and they have actually taken over the previous, because most of my market is in the United States. Most people that listen to me are in the United States of America. So shout out to the, you know, to the home country. But it's really cool to find out that the episodes travel to different parts of the world. If you heard the episode I did, maybe about 16 days ago before um, transitioning podcast host, I was talking about how the podcast um, has been in different countries. So I want to shout out India. India and the Philippines are like, matter of fact, they're, they're kind of close together. India, the Philippines, and Canada. Shout out to y'all. Y'all have been listening a lot more than I thought y'all were. I did not expect the secondary market to be India. I had no idea. So shout out to my Indians out there. Shout out to y'all. Love you much. What's up? What's up? Thank y'all for listening. Shout out to the Philippines. Thank y'all for listening. And it's really cool because the great thing about technology is that we can really listen to each other and get what life is like 6,000 miles away, 7,000 miles away. Um, It's really dope how technology works like that. Again, shout out to Canada. Uh, My neighbors up north. Shout out to the United Kingdom. So it's just really cool. Those are my, let me see. Oh, wait, one more country, Spain. So we got India, the Philippines, Canada, United Kingdom, and Spain. That is in order in terms of how many people have been representing, listening to the podcast. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. I really do. Um, And uh, I look forward to visiting all these countries one day when um, outside is safe and legal. Okay? So again... I'm going to go ahead and end this episode for real now. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. All right? Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Tracademis Valerio.